shit, shit, shit show. It's a fucking shit show. Shit show. Welcome back to Shit Show Saturday. Happy Saturday, shit shows. And today you're going to get to hear from a bunch of shit shows. And how many times can I say shit show in the first 30 seconds <laughs> of an episode? Um, so this is from last night's Patreon group. And they are all wonderful, if I do say so myself. But last night's meeting was particularly moving. I had goosebumps, actually, when I just re-listened to it and was editing it. So you're just going to get to hear a portion of the meeting. It was like a 75-minute meeting. So what do you need to know about these meetings? So I'll just give you a little run-through. The way that we always start is we have a little chit-chat as people hop on. And then the very first thing that we do is we do a minute of silence And then right after that, I pull a card from Gabby Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back cards. So they're just like little mantras or affirmations. And then right after I do that, I allow anybody, not allow, I force anybody who's new to to introduce themselves. And I always say, what the hell do we need to know about you? Um, And then after the new folks introduce themselves, I... I always open the floor to see if anybody has anything that they need to get off their chest. Um, So if you're having a hard time or you need feedback. And so then I typically have either a topic or typically I have a, a reading prepared. So I typically choose from either Language of Letting Go Melody Beatty's daily uh, meditation book, or then I also have um, from Strengthening My Recovery, which is like the official ACA daily reader. And so, yes, I'll I'll do the reading and then I'll share something that's relevant for me. And then we, we open up the floor for sharing. So these are not 12-step meetings. These are this is a meeting, a support group for for fellow shit shows who are okay with being called shit shows. <laughs> it's a place for us to gather and to be heard and to to laugh. There's always laughing and then usually there's some crying too. We we at least have at least one or two cries throughout it, but it's just a really it's just an, a really beautiful beautiful space if I do say so. Myself, I am blown away at the level of vulnerability and authenticity and just the rawness of of the shares in this group. I mean, people feel really, really safe and comfortable sharing. And there is absolutely zero judgment whatsoever. I actually want to share somebody in the, in the WhatsApp group today one of our members she she uh posted this and it actually it it actually brought a couple tears to my eyes if you guys don't know i'm i'm all clogged up i have a hard time crying and this like this actually gave me some feels when i read it um but of course they went away really quickly but this is what she said she said last night was so tough for me i don't think i could share those depths of my heart without you all sharing so openly and vulnerably yourself. This is a magical space like nothing I could have ever imagined being a part of. It's next to impossible for me to feel safe and not judged, but somehow I have that with you guys. Thank you. 
<sighs> it's a special place, guys. It is a special place. And, you know, we have people from their early 20s to their late to late 60s. We have people all from all over the globe. Most folks are from, you know, the US or Canada. Some people were already on their adult child healing journey by the time they joined the group. Some people knew that they were an adult child before discovering the podcast. Some people had never even heard of the term adult child before they had discovered the podcast. Some people have been in 12-step meetings for years. Some people have never been in a support group ever in their entire lives before the first time that they came to, to one of these groups. So anyone and everyone is welcome. I guarantee that you will feel at home and safe from the moment that you you enter. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I just, I put together some various clips from last night's meeting, which I, it was so powerful. It was so beautiful. Please note too, that I always ask for everyone's approval prior to sharing their audio on the podcast. So don't not join the group because you think I'm going to share your audio and you don't want me to share your audio. I won't share your damn audio if you don't want me to share your damn audio. And the last thing I just want to say too is that, and I shared this with the, in, in the meeting a couple, I don't know, a week or so ago. It's something that I've been thinking about. In today's world, in today's society, things are so polarized. Things are so political and it's like people, we demonize each other based off our political opinions or, you know, whatever it is on social media, everywhere. Everyone is just so pitted against each other. And I'm sure that there are people in this group who have vastly differing opinions on all sorts of things, but it doesn't matter because we are just connecting on the shared experience of being adult children of dysfunctional families, connecting on the shared experience of growing up in a fucked up family, the shared experience of being recovering shit shows. And we all have a sense of humor. That is the one thing that you are guaranteed to get into this group there isn't a damn person in there who doesn't have a sense of humor. You do not have to worry about any fuddy-duddies making an appearance in these groups. So don't be scared. Join the damn group. You are worth it. I hope you know that this is not me just being self-serving. Yes, I need to feed myself. I need to feed my cat. But I'm telling you, Sorry, my air conditioning just went on. If you if you hear that, please. Very professional here. Very professional here. You deserve to heal. You can't do it alone. If you want to go get help elsewhere, totally cool for that. But just get help somewhere. And I think that you might find the help and the support that you were looking for in these groups. This is an amazing group of people that I feel so incredibly honored to be you know a part of their journey i feel so incredibly inspired by each and every one of them constantly so how about you do yourself a favor and damn the join patreon right here right now 
patreon.com slash adult child. You deserve to heal and grow and have fun while you're doing it and have a really cool group of people to support you, to hold your hand, to not judge you, to love and accept you, to wipe your tears and also laugh with you at the same time. Okay. Surrender. We must find a way to surrender and to become teachable. At each meeting, we see ourselves in the ACA problem as it is read out loud. We identify with the traits and know the pain they have wrought. We hear the solution and we want to see it working in our lives. We took the difficult step of walking through the door into our first meeting and gathered the courage to return again and again. In order to recover, we must trust in the process by admitting that we cannot heal alone. (laughs) By listening to our brothers and sisters in ACA, we learn something new and realize we do not have to have all the answers. We can know the problem and solution in our heads, but without help, many of us will have great difficulty knowing it in our hearts where it truly matters. We learn to let down the walls of isolation we have so carefully constructed and allow ourselves a measure of vulnerability in order to work the steps. We surrender our old ways of being and trust that our higher power is leading us to greater levels of growth. On this day, I practice trust by surrendering to the recovery process. I open my heart and thereby open myself to healing. Floor's open. So for anyone that's new, you can just chime in whenever the hell you want and you can talk about whatever the hell you want. I am, um, you know, again, I'm so grateful for this group and um, being able to write into the WhatsApp because, you know, this is my idea of hell because without a job, right, without, I have a 12 and 16 year old, so they're out at school all day, which is where they should be, and husband's off at work. It is just me. I mean, every day since Monday, since I lost this job, I don't know what core white wound or whatever it clicks on the way I can't keep jobs. And, you know, I'm so ready to like finally learn what is going on and stop this. It is so lonely, you know, like we have, it's kind of a hippie town that I live in and they have Kava bars and all that kind of stuff. And I've been going there and oh, I just can't believe I'm starting over again. Can't believe it at 50 years old. Karen, I want you, I want you to either go to an AA meeting, an Al-Anon meeting, or an ACA meeting, like in person tomorrow. There's a 12 o'clock one that I went to for years. It's really good. I haven't been there probably in years yeah i'm gonna hold you accountable oh no <laughs> just like i threatened melinda she yeah do- that got lit a fire under my ass for real i was like <laughs> if did. i was this group i'm done though <laughs> and i gotta give a shout out to melissa too i mean you writing that that night i was like i'm not alone in this because it was gut-wrenching i mean think about yeah. it karen probably like the one time that you feel like a little bit of hope and like sort of okay is like when you're in this group probably 
you know, there's other support where you live too. And you'll have to find meetings that you like and stuff, but yeah, you need as much fucking support as you I can know. get right now. And we, you know, we don't live with you and, yeah. you know, so. I know, I know, I know. So I got to reach out for the bar. I know, I know. I get it. It's so easy to like, I mean, that's what we do, right? We just like want, we just want to stay at home and like, feel like shit. It's like deep down inside. That's what you want. It takes so much fucking like effort and energy to like actually do the shit that, that, you know, that works. But yeah, you're going to just be, of course, you're going to be miserable, like at home and lonely, but you don't have to be lonely. Yes. And I will. I'll go to that noon meeting tomorrow. I will. I will. You know, I um, I have been doing so much soul searching with this whole ACA side of it because it just doesn't make sense how I can get this fancy degree and I can get these really hard to get jobs and I cannot fucking keep them. And it's not my intelligence. It's like my interface with people who are in authority over me and yeah trait laundry list trait one we are afraid of authority figures and people yeah I know I know that's yeah I know that's one of them and I just keep going back and I'm like okay my dad was an alcoholic my brother was an alcoholic you know like um so many alcoholics and just that even when they stopped drinking they weren't in uh recovery so they were dry, dry drunks, essentially. And that's it for me, because I know I'm just like wearing y'all out, you're, bitching you're not. about this job thing. I'm just so lonely. I'm just so lonely. But I'll go tomorrow. I will go to that 12 o'clock meeting. You have to just you have to just keep talking about it. You just have to. It's not like somebody like, I don't know, complaining to their friends that are clueless. Like we fucking get it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, thanks, That's Karen. It. We love you yeah. and you're not bothering us. Yeah. And okay. you're going to figure it out. And, um, and you know find a job? And yeah, keep the yeah. job? Yeah, that's going to happen. Like, I know. You don't, Jeez. I guess what I was trying to say earlier when you were saying, like, I don't understand why it can be this. It's not intelligence. It's this or that. It's like, yeah, you're a fucking adult child. Like, that's what it is. And you just figured out that you are one, <laughs> you know, things are going to be different now. You're so right. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I'll go. So I had a come to Jesus moment today. I was doing my morning walk and I listened to you, your podcast from yesterday. And there's something that just like flash warninged at me. Um, it was that quote from the four agreements. Uh, I think you just put it up on TikTok too, mm-hmm. where uh, can you, can you read it for us? So I don't mess it up. It, yeah. It's like no one um, in your whole life, nobody will ever abuse you as much as you abuse yourself. Bingo. Yeah, my eyes popped out when I heard that. And um, for the next like hour and a half, 
um, my brain just kept flashing back to all the things that I allowed to happen to me. And for the rest of the day, um, I really looked within and asked myself, why did I allow this? Like, why didn't I think that I was worthy of better treatment? Oh, because of this and because of this. And it was like, kind of like, like jumping on the lily pads. Like I had an incident, um, where I let a guy stay with me because he couldn't afford a place and it ended up in domestic violence. Um, and after cops removed him from my home, I packed up all of his belongings and then left him a lunch and a beverage inside the vehicle so that when he gets out of jail, that he's not hungry or thirsty, that he's got it going on. And I'm just like, I, I really like, what was I thinking? Did I just, I guess I just didn't think that I deserve any better. I didn't deserve better love um, that I th maybe thought that I should be grateful that he's even talking to me since mm -hmm. I put him into jail in the first place, you know, forget about all the bruises and the bleeding that I had, you know, I want to make sure that he's fed and that his clothes are clean. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, why did I think I was so unworthy? And it was, you know, it took me all the way back to like middle school when I was bullied and hurt people hurt people. Like, that's the truth. Um, if I can go through one of these meetings without getting emotional, like, I think I overconquered something, but I'm not there yet. So it just kept going back to like the way my family treated me and the way my siblings treated me. And here I am, you know, thinking under the impression that all my life, I'm not good enough to be treated any better. Um, and yet I could treat myself that was like the aha moment that all this time I could have treated myself better by not allowing this, by having zero tolerance for abuse, by speaking up for myself, having better boundaries, but I didn't learn any of that. It doesn't come natural to some of us like it does to most people, like colors and the alphabet. So something to work on. So thank you for that podcast. Um, I did read the four agreements years and years ago, and I, I didn't remember that quote from there. So I went ahead and ordered it on Amazon it should be coming tomorrow. So thank you for reminding me how great those that whole series was. Okay, Melinda. What's what, what, what did you, um, what are the, what are the key takeaways from the seven pages of writing? I know God that I have a callus on my bird finger here <laughs> and I had a lot of ink. I had to do it old school too. I didn't type it out and and the accountability, thank you, because I didn't want to use lose all of you, but also I didn't want to post it in the, you know, what's up late at night. And, you know, I've set myself midnight mountain time, you know, but then I also started a couple hours ahead. And the, you know, usually I procrastinate, but diving in, knowing that at the end of it, I had the support. That's different than it's ever been. And that because I've always regretted, you know, like, I don't want to process, I don't want to sit with it, you know, I don't want to feel those feelings again. But I knew I had you all, I have the support and the accountability. And I, it's something I had to do, you know, to process, to move on because of the events. And um, I had written every, I'm great at writing out facts and legal and all that. I'd written it all out before, but I, you know, didn't put feelings I didn't write what I, you know, and, and I, for the first time, I don't know, I wanted to post those pages knowing that if you all read it, I, you know, I wouldn't feel ashamed. And so I, I knew that too, but 
I felt better after I didn't think I would. Um, I reviewed the video of the incident when, and I know some of you may not know, but the neighbor, when I had to call 911, four neighbors were screaming at me and I videoed and, and, and while I was writing, I was like, I need to review it, watch it again, you know, and, and I watched it another time with a police officer, but this third time I was anxious, but it wasn't the end of the fucking world. And I've never done this before in my life with an issue, you know, and everything keeps popping up. It was crazy. You know, it was kind of tough, but I just, you know, knowing I had the accountability and then I felt better after. And I think this weekend I'm going to burn the pages or do a ritual too, to just get rid of it, you know, out in the universe too. That's why I went old school too, but really knowing I had the support. And then also you, Melissa had messaged me too, saying that, you know, where I wanted the accountability of the journaling and that you were journaling too, Melissa. It was like, it was like you were there right there with me too, while I was doing it. And I, I just like aha moment. I'm like, what the hell? Like I've had all these issues my whole life and never wanted to, you know, I always want to, like we had just talked about just fix you know, it's done now. Somebody's, my dad's died. I'm going to get better in one fucking week, you know, tough shit, but then it keeps coming up. So God, thank you all really. Thanks for the accountability. Thanks Andrea for scaring me of the threat of God of losing this, <laughs> no, but really, and Melissa, I mean, I, now I feel like I can get over this what happened to me, which was horrendous. And I, weirdly, I put a last page that said, what was different? Because I was bit by a dog when I was in kindergarten. And I have had trauma over that. And I have dreams and nightmares because no one was there to help me. And then when they took me to a clinic, because it's here in the small town, they tied me down into this, like, because I was flipping out. So I remember being tied down with stitches. It was horrendous. But the thing was the last page, and I'm sorry if this is really long. Um, I wrote what was different this time. Number one, I'm an adult, protected myself and my fucking dog. You know, number one, my dog was fine. I promised this dog, weirdly, you know, my thing about being safe, that I'm like, I'm going to protect you till the day you die. And I did that. He was fine. I was fine. You know, so I wrote a list of how this was different than things that have happened to me in the past, too. So, but really, thank you. <laughs> like, I could, I'd be not in the spot I'm at right now. Um, yeah, a couple things that I had on my mind was, um, Andrew, man, that video of your, of that, whatever the heck that was, man, that was powerful shit. You know, having wanting your father to carry you what's from, what's that from anyhow uh that's from uh it's always sunny in philadelphia is it really yeah. holy shit that's, i should have put a trigger man, that, warning on that one that, i was like hey y'all want to see what i feel here you go yeah that one was uh fucking right on point man i i really related to that i was like um but no i mean everything's cool so i um i had a couple of notes here and I think one of them was, um, I think Kate or maybe it was Michelle that had wrote something on the WhatsApp about avoidance 
versus versus acceptance like it would be like fuck it versus accepting and i can't i don't remember the context of it but and as as somebody that would like to prefer to avoid shit to uh and finding a way to accept stuff i think i think that was really kind of hit me so i thought that was because I've been developing a lot of a fuck it attitude. And so I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, to tell you the truth. So, and um, I think that's all the thoughts I have today. I know. I've heard a lot of you guys share about, you know, how it's um, not easy to access like tears and stuff like that. And I was like that most all of my life. And then if I like, tripped and fell or bumped my elbow or something then i'd have like an inappropriate reaction it'd be like the world ended and it would all come out um but because of the work in aca like i can i can release like i have tears very easily probably (laughs) annoyingly to some people because i used to find people who could do that like because i was envious annoying but now what i have a hard time with even like holding my chest as i do it because i have so much anger right now with my mom and it's stored anger that's coming up and i do not like feeling angry i don't like being around angry people i don't like watching anger in movies um i i really it makes me freeze it shut down, shuts down even my digestive system, but I know I have to get the anger out because I want to dissociate from the anger badly right now. And I'm not doing it. I'm taking contrary action. I like went on a walk, but wow. I mean, I, I don't like it. It's very uncomfortable in my body. I don't know what to do with it. I really, I don't know what to do with it at all. Um, I'm scared of it. It's like so much at once. And I really related when Scott was like, you know, when you're being like basically blasted with so much, it's like, I'm overwhelmed. And then I kind of just zone out and I caught myself like several times, if not more than several this week where I'm staring at a page and a book on the screen, a corner of the room and fucking like an hour went by. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, holy shit. Like almost like despondent. And then I'm like, okay. So my body is trying to like dissociate for me. Um, I guess I just need to trust that it's trying to regulate so I don't get so overwhelmed with it that like, I, I don't know, short, short circuit or something, but I almost want to like, I want it to go away so badly. Thank God I'm not a substance addict because I would be like in a major white knuckle situation right now, big time. Cause I would love to like calm it down. So thanks. Who needs to share that hasn't? I need to share. Um, first, I have to say like a little bit of a win that I think happened with me the last three days. This last week has been kind of excruciating because I've been experiencing 
uh, stonewalling from my, um, my mom. And, um, I set a boundary with her for the first time in a, an adult like fashion without losing my shit, you know? And then she just, she just pulled the silent card and I never have I ever been able to withstand that. I, it is like, it is like the ultimate worst thing for me. I've never been able to withstand her, her um, stonewalling. It's been so excruciating for me. Like I physically feel like I'm walking around with like, like an ax in my chest. Like my chest cavity has been like, just someone's like, like, yeah, I got this big old bloody freaking wound like my heart is just it's so ache it the ache is excruciating but I have to say like through this group and you guys just be in my back pocket it's Corey and I told myself I don't need to come to group tonight I was like like all of, so many of you guys have said, you know, I just want, I want it to be over. I want it. I just, I don't want to process it. Right. I just want to move on. And this time she, after, you know, whatever weeks have gone by, I haven't heard from anybody in my family. And in the matter of this last week, it was like, they were noticing, oh, well, we haven't heard from Nicole. We haven't heard from Nicole. So then I get a text message from my mom and I get an email from my dad. Then my sister reaches out. And I've used this analogy here recently of like being in an abusive relationship, which I was in too, you know, and I never connected those dots but I was just recreating that dynamic that I had always had with my mom. And Andrea, you said something recently too, like to look around, make sure my kids are actually in bed, you know, like fuck the crumbs. I want the whole goddamn loaf. <laughs> that sounds You're so good in a North Dakota accent. I want the whole damn loaf. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> But it's true. I'm just like, and I have joked about this wait with my, so the other side of the family, my in-laws, that was a big shit show too. But like, there's been a lot of transformation that's happened in this last year, like unbelievable amounts of healing that have been happening there. And they've been so unbelievably supportive during this time when, while my mom is just fucking abandoned me. And every time like I see him, I have this like ridiculous alcoholic father-in-law, but we somehow get along because he can be very entertaining when he's not drunk. And he's like, how's your mother? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just getting whatever crumbs she throws at me. <laughs> and we laugh all the time about this. And I'm just like, I was so angry because 
on Tuesday at the meeting, I had stayed home because I had felt sick. I felt like I was detoxing. Like my whole body was aching. I had headache. I had body aches. I felt like I was going to blow up. I was having like this visceral reaction to the, the stored emotions, the somatization. Yeah. And, um, and for the first time, I just sat with it. And I just let it like percolate. And I let the pain in. And I was like, everything in my being wanted to make it end. I just want to be accepted. I just want to be loved. I just want to be a part of this family. That's all that I want. I want their love. I want their affection. I just want their acceptance. And and I didn't do it. And I was, I told myself something. I was like, you know what, Nicole? You're not gonna fucking write back until you don't feel like that. Until you don't feel so desperate that you're gonna die. Mm. And I made it through. I made it through. made it through those days because of you guys my kids have said to me today why are you doing so many meetings mom you know and I told them because I want to be able to be a good mom for you Hmm. And and I wouldn't have been able to do it so thank you guys for that gift and financially we're not at a place where we can't just like like we have to have some kind of help with our kids you know like it's just too fucking expensive we can't not get some kind of help and so I'm in this like negotiation with myself about not running back into the fantasy because that's what I've always done Mm. right as soon as I hear back from her or them I just go right back into the fantasy nothing's wrong there's Mm. nothing wrong with this family we're just peachy we're everything is fine it's always me I'm just kind of a lot I'm too much you know and so I listened to two of the three videos that Claire shared in the group about covert narcissists. And I was like, oh my God. So I just, I'm going to go tomorrow. Two of the boys are going to go to my mom's tomorrow. And I don't have to, I'll just pick them up at the end of the day. And have you all in my back pocket so thank you for letting me share well that wraps up shit show saturday as always sign up for the patreon that is where i host weekly support groups and it's where you say thanks andrea for all that you do patreon.com slash adult child follow me on tiktok and instagram at adult child pod and give me a damn five star rating on apple and spotify and i will see y'all shit shows on wednesday Bye.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.